sweet meat peen picks. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Testing. This is not a test. Uh, This is a live program that we're doing on the computer, and then we will edit it down and give it to you later. It's like watching Saturday Night Live on the West Coast. It was recorded live, but you're (laughs) you're watching it recorded. That's exactly right. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. See us on our webpage, thevocalminority.net. Some great socials can be found there. You can also communicate with the program, which we hope you do. And people, by the way, are still upset and commenting on that Kid Rock video from weeks ago at this point. I heard Bud Light is uh, uh, possibly falling out of the ranks of the largest beer in the world. The entire company or just Bud Light in general? Because the Bud Light brand has been diminishing for years now because people realized it's terrible. (laughs) I I enjoy it quite a bit, actually. I drink a lot of Bud Light. Well, the the beer industry is expanding with all the different flavors and varieties and stuff. You know, but yeah, Bud Light is uh, getting shaken up. I heard heard the uh, marketing director behind that, who they told, by the way, to do things like that, that they've now shelved her, realizing like, meh, maybe this wasn't worth the grief doing the right thing, but... uh, so you know, maybe in the long run it will be, but you're right. People won't stop commenting on it, and uh, they're all the naysayers who continue to comment. Well, and it's so funny. It's the conservatives <sighs> that you know uh, bemoan cancel culture from the liberals, but then they're on there cheering, boycotting Bud Light, or the fact that they've dipped in market share. Like that sounds pro cancel culture to me. You hypocrites. So <laughs> pick one or the other. I would incline you. Uh, I, I would implore you to think about this, dude. Uh, I heard somebody in the transgender community speaking on this and saying, like, people, the media as a whole is lying to you in the aspect that that this is a huge problem. Think about how many transgender people you personally know. And then think about the fact that are they really taking over the world? Is this going to be a different world? Of course not. No, I keep hearing these conservatives say it's it's you liberals shoving this agenda down our throats. It's not. It's Fox News. It's the GOP. It's the Kid Rocks that are talking about this. Hey, dude, newsflash. Transgender people have been here for a long time. The fact that you're just learning of them shows your ignorance. I mean, this has been a long time. They're not all pedophiles. Stop with that. They're not Catholic priests. I mean, these. I see this repeatedly that transgenders are after the kids. Like, they're, that's not a fact at all. And I can't even find a story of uh, some well-known transgender that was molesting kids. But no. we've reported on well-known GOP Republicans that have been molesting kids. So. Oh, a thousand yeah. times. A thousand times. I, I don't know if you remember as... Uh, even if we go back a few decades, being and don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying that being gay is easy on at any stretch of the imagination. No, uh, but it was harder 30 years ago. Uh, and when my high school days, same type of thing where like, oh, if you're gay, 
you're a pedophile. And that slowly has kind of started to change, but some people still feel that way, which is crazy. But it's the same thing now with the transgender community. It is. They're pedophiles. No. I am sick of seeing conservatives say, like, can I identify as a grizzly bear then? Like, you're missing the entire point, you bigoted moron. These are people who, their brains are wired differently, and they feel they are the wrong identity. It is not a choice. Who would just choose to subject themselves to this level of public hatred and medical procedures and hormone treatments and... So they can go in the girl's bathroom and see a girl pee. Like, just go blow yourself. <laughs> they, can, they can go on the internet if they want to see that. Exactly. So, you know, anyways, I digress. So, yeah, right. fill up um, our socials with something else, please. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate all the comments and views and all that stuff. But yeah, anyway, exactly. So check it and, out and, for the latest we posted. And then if it pisses you off, share it with, with other friends that it'll piss them off. It'll piss off, too. And get and have them comment to us. And we'll we take it on. We take on all comers here in the vocal minority. Yeah, no, I was just say there was one woman on there that I was debating with who did it in a very polite, civil manner. We disagreed and she had her reasons based on religion. And, uh, you know, we have our reasons. But I commented at the end of it, like, people, this is what we should be doing. We can disagree with civility. There's mm. so much name calling and hatred and i've been threatened on here now i'm gonna punch a hole through the back of your head like what the hell man why can't we have a civil debate there's so much hatred and animosity behind this it's crazy the amount uh have you guys seen the campaign uh for jewish that's against jewish hate right now that's uh they're spending a lot of advertising dollars on it yeah. in my market anyway well mm-hmm. as a matter of fact robert Kraft, one of the owner of the patriots is one of the big money people behind that that campaign actually all right so this advertisement starts out with your whole tv screen is just blank so it's just black and then there is a little like inch by inch blue square in the middle of it and it says this in ratio to what you see around your tv this blue part is the uh, uh population jewish population in the united states of america mm-hmm. okay uh they receive 71 i think is the number percent of hate crimes against the jewish community one i think it said one in five uh experiences hate crimes against them jewish people i mean it's crazy dude i've said on the show before i i, I still can't wrap my head around that you know, well, Jewish people are white, essentially. So I, I don't understand why I, this makes no sense. But bigoted towards people that look different than you. Like, I can wrap my head around that to some level. Like, you're different than me. But You don't agree with it, but you, of course. you can wrap your head around it. In yeah. a rudimentary way, I understand hating somebody different than you. But Jewish people are just uh, other white people. It's like hating Italians. There's a big anti-Italian or like... I don't. I just. I don't. I don't understand bigotry. Period. But you know. You know unfor- unfortunately, yeah. I hear a bit of it. Uh, sometimes quite a bit of it in my car when I'm driving for Uber. Jewish and hate. Sadly, it comes wow. from uh, young people. Really, college it, students. Where the whole Kanye thing? I mean, uh... um, you know what it is. A lot of these college students. There's a lot of old hatreds that get passed out from the parents to these yeah. kids. Well, that's how and racism works and bigotry. Yeah. And sure. well, it, like one in particular, there was this couple. The guy, the couple, was asking if the the two kids went to quote unquote Jew school. Maybe and these so, are it, people that hate the band Jimmy Eat World because their acronym is J E W. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's just possible. think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a great band. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> the point is, yeah, is there's a lot of hate in this world, dude. Yeah, and it just needs to stop. Like, well, and these gosh, are all red dude. flags for the kind of people you may want to associate with in this world. If you're hearing overt bigotry and racism towards Jews or transgenders or whatever, are you calling them out? Are you leaving the situation and friends no longer? We've talked in the show a lot recently about not only the world of dating, but uh, having to sometimes break up with friends in your life and and what are red flags you know what's a red flag what's a yellow flag you know how do you interpret all this stuff how so, many chances do you give a friend dude yes and what how many red flags everyone's probably got one right two where, where do you cut people off at so yeah we're not talking about nose picking or anything like that no well, that's your problem with red flags like it's up to you to, to interpret that like maybe nose picking is a, a red flag certainly in the dating world that might be if you're dates out there picking her nose maybe some don't care maybe that turns you on yeah to each their own yeah i mean there's fetishes for inserting anything into any orifice so some people must be turned on by nose picking but i have an article here that is uh uh hobbies that should actually be an immediate red flag these are hobbies that maybe you do some of these things maybe you don't but this article is saying that uh these should be red flags be it for a romantic relationship or a friendship all right let's run through some and let's see do we do any of these things now keep in mind a hobby is something that uh, you don't just do it you have to really go do it does that make sense there's consistency to it yes. not just a one-off you You're you trying to do it that's right so first one on the list is uh gambling it's usually a very thin line between a hobby and an addiction gambling nah uh, it's a Who hobby for me i do and it's a hobby i don't uh you know, sometimes I'll go to the casino uh, once or maybe even twice a month for a month or two, and then I won't go for nine months. I don't have a, a problem with it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, that's uh, when it comes to gambling, the frequency, ha- you know, is absolutely a factor into whether it's a, a hobby or an addiction. So yeah. you're definitely on the hobby side of it. Brewski, do you ever uh, throw down money at the tables or anything? You were just in Vegas, so. I was just in Vegas. Um, I'm. I bet a little bit on some horse races while I was there, and I played some video poker. But um, and I like to to gamble on sports every so often. But I'm not I'm not a heavy gambler at all. Okay. See, I hate gambling because I like to get something for my money, something tangible. The idea of throwing a twenty dollar bill down and then rolling the dice or spinning the wheel and the money's gone like that that did nothing for me. So I don't gamble for that reason. But would you agree that somebody who does consistently gamble, they usually tend to be somewhat shady people or have issues? No, well, you're gambling every week, dude. I I mean I don't. I don't know that I'd agree with that. I mean, are you saying addiction? They have a gambling addiction. Or close enough to it. If you're out gambling at least weekly, the people I know that are like that eh, tend to be kind of shady people. My aunt, who's no longer with us, rest in peace. uh, I would just insult a Nick's dead aunt. (laughs) No, she would go to (laughs) Vegas uh, a few times in a six-month chunk of the year. A few times. And gamble. And then come home, gamble, and come home. That's how uh, every time she came home, she could, oh, I could live for nine months on yeah, my winnings. That, that's okay. I'm talking people that uh, every week are, are finding a casino and they're out gambling. That, what about bingo? 
Think of gambling. Yeah, I mean, now we're getting into shades of gambling. No, 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 no. But I mean, but I mean, you you have to buy the cards. But you can't you, lose your rent money on bingo. Like, uh, dude, have you, have you have my dad said that his mother used to go to bingo at least five, sometimes six nights a week because he'd have to go and pick her up after bingo because uh, she'd take a bus to wherever she would and she would play bingo all over about the Boston area. Well, like what's she, a bingo card cost? Five bucks. But but the, here's the thing though, they have twenty, twenty five cards. Like you watch some of those old ladies with their daubers, dude, and they've got a whole <laughs> whole area set up. I will say that yes, I mean if if I'm looking at somebody who uh, is a gardener and a gambler, I'll probably trust the gardener more. You know, yeah, I don't know yes. if that's right, but I mean okay. certainly if somebody has a gambling problem, that's a red flag, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right, and you can and you can tell though too. Look at that hair, that haircut Pete Rose sported for as long as it, <laughs> as long as he did. That is red flag. You're right. Mm. All right, so uh, these are hobbies that should actually be seen as red flags. Do any of us collect beer cans? They say that's a red flag if you're so into beer that you're collecting beer cans. Uh not beer cans, but beer signs. Is that still an issue? Oh, no, it's not on the list here. They say, All right. uh, I mean, I've seen people that have shelves full of uh, their exotic beers and whatnot. Yeah. It makes you wonder. You must really love beer if you're collecting that. Or I've known people in my life that have a collection of empty vodka bottles. That It's not actually a collection, but it has become one because the kitchen counter is full of five months <laughs> worth of you know vodka bottles. That seems That's like a red a, flag. A leaving Las Vegas type scenario, right? <laughs> right. So well, we're, we're talking about folks who actually have beer cans with beer in them not the folks who buy like the the really old ones from like 1945 that are empty and that sort of thing yeah yeah but i don't know collecting beer cans is that a red flag is that a sign of something weird i don't think so dude i mean again you could cut it straight down the middle maybe half of them are half of them aren't Mm. what What about like collecting bongs is that a red flag it seems like it would be well how many bongs do you have well, one right now, but I've had a lot in my life. And I used to have a shelf in my apartment with like my top three favorite bongs. So. <laughs> did, uh, did you have them on the shelf in order of importance? Well, they were stacked by height, of course, because I'm OCD. So. <laughs> oh, but I, I thought you might have put like the like your favorite one at front because mm. that was like the one that was the go-to. Yeah, no, I had my miniature one. Then I had one made out of a sky blue or sky vodka bottle. Yeah. Okay. And then I had my big boy, you know, like the tall one. So. Yeah. And probably a red flag, actually. What about what about the what about the bong that gave you cold sores? Uh, that was in ours, thankfully. Oh, yeah. But yes, Nick and I uh, had a radio friend that uh, kept a bong in his car. We all shared it one night, and uh, everyone got cold sores for some reason. Herpes. If That's you a will. red flag. I just think it's. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's been cured though for anyone uh, currently in our lives. So. <laughs> yes. All right, next hobby that should actually be a red flag, and uh, I got this one going on. Not me personally, but uh, healing gemstones. People that collect oh. crystals and do sage and all that kind of stuff. It should be a red flag. Uh, okay, so these are tame red flags. Okay, because yes, you're stereo. What we're doing is stereotyping by hobby, basically. Right. We all know a person who drinks too much that collects beer cans. We all know a person who is trying to rub their crystals and and things on you right. and think they're taking the cancer away. I was going to say the article says that this is borderline insanity to believe in crystals. <laughs> 
Well, uh, I think that if you believe in energy, like we discuss on this program, that you can't discount that on some level. I'm not a non-believer in crystals, in healing uh, inanimate objects. I'm wearing a bracelet currently made out of little precious stones from my significant other. And, you know, it, like a lot of things, if you truly believe that a crystal can cure depression or cancer or something, then that's probably a little bit goofy. But if you think it gives you a, a positive approach to life and healing powers as far as, you know, putting faith into something external like prayer does, you know, it just reinforces positive thinking, then, you know. Whatever vessel you need to get to your destination or to help you get there is fine. If you say, oh, I rubbed this crystal on my body and I'm not taking cancer meds, you know, I'm just doing that. But if it helps you, like Steve said, I'm all for it. Yeah, Bruce, not a red flag. Weird, I, I, I usually just like, like if I'm being pissy or something like that i just always go to i'm feeling off i'm not wearing my crystal today (laughs) (laughs) are you a crystal lover or hater you're messing with us right well my my ex was really kind of she had a lot of friends that were really into that and and when after we broke up i happened to go by the house one day i noticed a weird scent and she had she had her friends come over and they saged the house as if as if I were some sort of like a <laughs> monster that needed to be, you know, exercised or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, uh-huh. here's um, a sincere so, question for you. Have you ever known a guy that is into crystals on his own? I've yes. got a few of them. Really? Okay. Yeah. This is exclusively female in my life because my girlfriend, my daughter, uh, I've had exes that are into it, but I've never met a guy that just has his own crystal collection. Uh, I collect rocks. Uh, and I, and I've also got a few crystals, which I guess are rocks as well. Aren't they? Sure. sure yeah. yeah. Well, I, I get, so I, I mean, I've known some hippies, some hippie dudes that were friends with my ex who, who had some crystals and, uh, and wore crystal necklace and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the exact mostly like you're right though, Steve, most of it generally it is, it is women. I've known uh, some dudes that smoke crystal stuff, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I suppose and that's, that's a red flag too. I started collecting rocks from places when I would travel around the world. I always bring a few rocks home with me in my suitcase. Yeah. It just reminds me of, uh, you know, the beach I was on the hike I was on, you know, yeah. uh, right. I like rocks. You know, I would say if you're doing it for a visual, cool-looking rock, that's got to be completely benign. But if you think that there's magical powers behind it, it's going to uh, bring wealth and fame your way, then that probably is borderline insanity. So, What about what a- uh, your girlfriend? Uh, does she take great stock in these crystals? You know, uh, Dottie and my daughter, uh, Neo, they're all in that kind of camp of can't hurt. Like, I think there's probably right. something to it, you know, some positive energy, uh, but I don't think any of them think that it's some sort of magical cure-all. Anytime you can focus positive energy, like I said, on any vessel, it's going to help. I mean, yes. that's proven over and over. I just uh, read that complaining uh, increases your chances greatly of not only cancer, just, this is just complaining on a daily basis. You complain, yeah. but by 70 some percent, I think it was 72, but 70 some percent uh, uh, predilection for Alzheimer's. Interesting. Because you're holding on to all that negativity and you're spewing it on a daily exactly, basis. Exactly, dude. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I see a lot of people when I debate religion with them, they say that it's been proven that prayer has a, a healing effect. And it uh, does, but that's not because God is behind it. It's because you're channeling positive energy. 
that yeah. makes sense. Focusing to, all that energy. Yeah, a positive outlook, of course, helps you heal quicker. So, And if um, you believe that God is doing it, good for you, dude. It's benign. That's borderline insanity. So, okay. <laughs> oh Next hobby that should be a red flag. If you're creating TikTok videos. <laughs> uh, Next uh, hobby that should be borderline insanity is creating TikTok videos? No, borderline insanity was believing crystals can have magical powers. TikTok videos are just saying this is a red flag, and they don't even give a great reason why. Just the type of person that likes to do TikTok videos. My wife is insane, dude, and I've got a little insanity going on with me. I've made a few of them. Right. My son was just commenting on both your and Rachel's TikTok videos. He thinks your egg video is hilarious. He loves Rachel's like 80s and 90s you know, music videos. So. She can't get enough of them, dude. But again, there are shades of this, right? You guys do some TikTok videos for the fun of it. But what about somebody who's setting up in the intersection, stopping traffic so they can dance to the latest trend or whatnot? Like, uh, that level's got to be a red flag, right? Might be a bit of a red flag. It might, or they may be just uh, our influencers, right? Maybe, maybe they need to go find uh, a, a theater group or something, like a dance group, to to get that energy out. You know, Bruski says, go find something productive, children. Uh, moderation, kids. I would say if you're like Nick and Rachel, if you're just doing fun videos here and there, like that's obviously benign. But if you're daily and multiple times daily, just obsessing on making TikTok videos, that that might be a red flag. It might be an indication of some, I don't know, self esteem issue or need for attention or whatever it is. So. You want the likes? Yeah, you well, need the likes. What else? Talking about is on that, that in therapy hobby. today, actually, of how social media has become like uh, it's like gambling. It's a uh, uh, dopamine hit. When you see yeah. people liking your stuff and whatnot, and it's becoming an addictive cycle. So TikTok videos may be an indication of that if you're making them so frequently. Unless yeah. you're doing it for a job like we do, because we make a lot of TikTok videos. But Oh, that's true. Yeah, we do. We make them from the show, though. None of us are doing dance challenges on the show or anything. But <laughs> No. I don't know. Uh, I would say if you start dating a woman who is uh, obsessively making TikTok videos all day long, it's probably a red flag. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next hobby. Please tell me none of you do this. Uh, collecting teeth. Do any of you collect teeth? Uh, let, let me say this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you this. I don't collect teeth. However, my mother at one time had all my baby teeth mm-hmm. in her jewelry box. Well, right. Yeah, that's a little Is bit that different. Is that the same though. thing? No. Well, I've had this debate with a lot of parents. Like, what do you do with the tooth fairy teeth? Are you collecting them? Do you have a big old box? Do you throw them away? Um, Most parents I know, like me, you keep the first couple, and then you throw them away. Like, do I need a bag of my kids' teeth (laughs) all over the years? Like, You've got a couple of them, though? Yeah, you know, like shove yeah. in some drawer around here, but yeah, right. yeah, you know, if you're actually no. collecting in mass all of them and your teeth, like, mm, probably I would say weird. that's more than a red flag, dude. Where are you <laughs> getting all these teeth, right. first of all? Uh, so this list is uh, some people collect uh, not only their kids' teeth, but like puppy teeth, uh, you know, random animal teeth. Like, well, I had and I still, I actually still do somewhere, I have um, two of uh, Penelope's. Uh, puppy teeth. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's you, all right. You, you keep a tooth or two, but do you need yeah. like, a mouthful? That's no. killer stuff. You guys <laughs> remember uh, when we were growing up, having uh, kids had rat tails, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. The, the mini mullet. I had a great rat tail that was maybe, oh, uh, maybe got it to 12 inches long down my back. All right. <laughs> Impressive. Nice. My mother 
still has that rat tail when I cut it off. Wow. I put it in a Ziploc bag, and she's got it somewhere saving it for me. That's hilarious. She's trying to clone you. That's what that <laughs> could be dude. holding out for. Yeah. Uh, the next hobby that should be an immediate red flag is if you're into cryptocurrency. Uh, Those that think crypto will save the world are most crypto bros. Uh, annoying, insufferable people. <laughs> So Bruce, what do you he think? hates a crypto bro, dude. Do you do you know how many crypto pitches I have to hear? Not to me oh. in particular, but to other people in the back of my car when I'm driving. Uh, I mean, holy crap! It gets, it's awful. Interesting. All right, so I got a uh, I, I got a family member, uh, extended family member, who started buying crypto and is doing decently with it. He's playing the game of. I put a thousand dollars in. Let's see where I could take it. Okay. Yeah. So he's not, you know, going crazy. He's been doing well with it, but he started to try to get me into it. He was like, you should play along. You should play along. Uh, Rachel and I decided, uh, she, well, I guess she decided she's going to spend $75 in okay. crypto just to play with it. A little modest investment. Okay. Yeah. So over. With that $75, over the last year, she's up $3. That's it, huh? Wow. Yeah, $3. Was she down at some point? I believe so. I think it's, yeah, I think it's tumultuous. I would say that crypto is like religion. If it's something you're into and you keep to yourself, that's fine. But don't start trying to draft me into your world. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a lot of that going on in crypto. That was the thing in the online dating world that I was just back out in. Of People would put on their profiles, do not pitch me crypto. No crypto solicitations. Like it's become such a thing out there that people aren't dating apps just trying to solicit crypto bros. It's like like Amway. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's exactly like that. Have you heard of uh, pull the rug scam in regards to crypto? No, no. So uh, the way this is happening is is you go buy crypto, and you, if you're really into it, you'll keep watching to see which new currency is the next big thing that I can buy tiny, and it's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. And if you can get Matthew McConaughey to say like, Hey, I just bought Brewski coin and you know, it's about to explode. Like people will flock to that. So they're doing these things called pull the rug and they find a way to get somebody with a lot of appeal to do this. Uh, even if it's faked, get a bunch of money in there and they pull the rug and leave. Uh-huh. So people That's are an old stock market trick, short selling, isn't it? That's called you get it to bump up for some reason. And then you sell while everyone else's, but this is not even real. There was uh-huh. never, uh, you were just getting people to park their money and then you're running. Interesting. And I it's mean, happening crypto, over and over. There does seem to be a certain element of scamming going on in crypto or false, yeah. you know, uh, belief in it, at least, you know, it's a red yeah. flag. At the very least. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Um, Nick, are you on Reddit at all? Very little. Uh, Brewski, you've mentioned Reddit before. Are you on there a decent amount? Not a decent amount. And like, like if I have nothing else to do or no, no place else to go on the internet, I will I will go there. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, there's a, there's a great uh, Uber drivers group on there. So yeah. Well, I'm sure there's lots of good things on here. This one is saying the hobby that is a red flag is if you're a Reddit moderator, that the moderators of some of these Reddit pages have become little Nazis as far as who they throw in or out and who what discussions they'll allow. So if you're a, a Reddit moderator, they're saying that's a red flag. That would make sense, dude. Uh, it's power tripping people. Uh, 
you but, know, get any sort of power. Yeah, yeah, you see anything power. like that, Bruski? But but this, that, that can be said though about any moderator of any page, whether it's a Facebook page. Sure. I mean, there are Facebook groups that I'm a member of, uh, like a Seinfeld group that I'm a member of, and that people get all bothered. You know, the the moderators. Yeah, that's my fair. Post I'm down. part of a local uh, Facebook thing for uh, South Lake Tahoe here, and the moderator, I mean, he gets on there and berates people all these times. What? Don't ask these questions. I'm turning the comments off. These comments are stupid. Your people are making. I'm going to ban you if you make them. I'm just like, geez, dude, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe being a moderator on any sort of social media platform, probably a red flag because you're signing up to power trip and to filter abuse and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A good moderator is a special moderator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you gotta, you have, you have to have that, that awareness to know when you're doing too much. Yes. And, and, but, but when you go overboard, that's when there's a problem. Tremendous play by Bruski. I would agree. This next hobby that I would think is pretty much always a red flag. I don't care how often you do it. Yeah. Child beauty contests. Oh, it's wonderful. It's for kids, though, not for teenagers or adults. These are kids that are uh, competing in beauty contests, and there's a lot of TV shows following these children around, and that's not the entertaining part of the TV show. It's the parents that are absolutely crazy. Well, and that's who I think the red flag is pointing at, not the kids that are put in the contest, whatever right. parent thinks that's a good idea to sexualize your child like that, you well, know, makeup and dresses and parade them around on stage in front of adults. It's you know, for weird. All, for all these conservatives that, that are bitching, uh, complaining about trans people and things like that, and that they're pedophiles, is it, aren't these TV shows and these pageants just pornography for pedophiles? Yeah, yes, I would dude. argue yes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And and keep in mind that a lot of these people, and you know me, I hate the stereotype, but a lot of these people come from the South and these, these pageant things, and they're also more than likely, I would say, conservative, right. and yeah. they're sexualizing their children, Jean Benet Ramsey, yes. uh, Honey Boo Boo, like yeah. all of these, and, and they want to complain about other people being pedophiles. Right. I mean, these are the people on our post saying the transgenders are pedophiles going after children, yet they're entering their kids in sexualized contest for your public display. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes think, and this is not a surprising thought, but I think that what they're complaining about is projection on their part. Of course. Yeah. Yes. yes. 100%. Yeah. I don't know any healthy, well adjusted families that are entering their daughters into uh, these beauty pageants. So, yeah, it's, no. that's a big red flag. Uh, next hobby that should be considered reg flag, uh, people that do magic tricks. <laughs> you got a deck of cards was, and you're always doing a trick at the office for someone. Hmm. I thought that was just nerdy and geeky. No, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, you're right. It is that. But I also think that, uh, a magician is a special breed of person. Don't we think? Sure. I mean, and a magician is more times than not a child that's an only child didn't get a lot of attention and had a lot of time to focus on uh, changing people's minds, fooling people's minds, becoming vivid and outrageous. Right. They didn't get enough attention, dude. So magicians as a whole, I love magicians, by the way, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, they're weird. They're we different people, right? They're a different breed of people. Yeah. Listen, I would say if you're a professional magician, you've taken it to that level where you're perfecting the art and entertaining people. Uh, yeah, kudos, go for it. But uh, the dude in the office that's always trying to wow you with his latest magic trick or whatever, usually they're weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would. No, if, if you too. get if you get on that level of like Doug Henning, or you know, uh, uh, or David Blaine, who I think is if you're really into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. is is the best at at all of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Alex Nick and I are friends with Alex yeah. Ramone. Yes, exactly. Who's uh, he's a great magician. He puts on a great show. He's a cool dude. He's always trying to up himself. And, uh, you know, I, I can respect that. You're an entertainer and you've taken it to an art level. But, yeah, the average uh, office dude doing card tricks. Let oh. me tell you this, Brewski. I was at an Alex Ramone magic show. And this is why there is a side of magic that I uh, think are the dark arts, you know. Uh, Rachel and I are sitting in this huge arena, all right, probably fit, I don't know, a few hundred people. So not huge, but a few hundred people. Yeah. How many is that? Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, So we're sitting up front. Alex Ramon is on stage doing his thing, and uh, uh, maybe we're five rows back or so. He comes out and... Asks Rachel to take off her wedding ring. Okay. Now I'll tell you this. Rachel has a very distinct wedding ring. One, because when I bought it, I was fairly poor. So the center stone is a citrine. It's a big yellow stone. Uh, And so, but I know it. I never see him on for wedding rings. Right. It's not what a magician could easily swap out for a fake. Right. He takes, has her take it off. Puts it in this wine glass, okay? Starts swirling the wine glass around uh, right in front of us. I mean, he's two feet away from me. Right. And there's uh, another ring in the glass, right? Yeah, there's another. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, there's he got a, another, another volunteer. So they put got the two an, wedding rings in the glass. Another volunteer out of the and put the two rings in the glass, starts doing this with it, okay? He takes them out right in front of me, and they are fused together. Intertwined. Intertwined. Yes. You know, uh, you can't pull them apart. Yeah. And he hands it to Nick and, like, try to pull them apart. Does it? And it's her. I mean, I it, it was unbelievably blew my mind, puts them back in the glass, spins it around, and takes them out and gives them back to us. Right. It was incredible, dude. How does that happen? Right. It's a great question. The dark arts. <laughs> So, yeah, be careful of magicians, well, dude. It's a red flag. <laughs> well, and, and you do know, so now there's a difference between magic, M-A-G-I-C, and then there's also magic, M-I-G-C-K. Okay. No, what is the difference? <laughs> so so magic, the, the one with the, just the C, is like what we see, stage magic. Yeah. Whereas magic with the K, that's actually what Nick was talking about, where you want to talk about the dark arts. Mm. And Alistair Crowley used to... Um, would would call that he wanted to make it clear between stage magic and like the dark art stuff the dark okay. art stuff is the magic with the k on the end all right yeah the dark yeah. art stuff is fascinating i'm a fan oh, of yeah. magic and magic uh, uh i love it all dude but uh, yeah, abs- it's a red abs- flag i would agree yeah either do it professionally or don't do it at all unless yeah. you're doing like i can make the uh salami disappear baby <laughs> <laughs> does does got your nose count Right. Yes, it does. Of course, you got your nose. Uh, <laughs> next hobby that should be a red flag: people that do historical reenactments, <laughs> oh, civil war, yeah. medieval yeah. times. Like, yeah, saw a great uh, 
I yeah, saw a well, great reenactment, dude, of people out doing the Civil War reenactment. And uh, there's a couple of guys on YouTube, uh, black guys that go out and they're dressed as slaves and they bring this cotton and they're not invited. Okay, <laughs> and They show up and they start saying, like, you know, can I pick the cotton? And all these white people become extremely uncomfortable. Right. Because this is the side of the Civil War. We don't want to reenact like you guys can't be here. They actually ended up trying to kick him out. The guys did not want to leave. And then they let him start picking the cotton. Uh, if you are doing reenactments, you're crazy. I would agree. Pure it's insane. a weird hobby. And I don't know why you get into it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some fantasy love. It borders on fetish, if you ask me, because they get really into it out there. So, Oh, that's true. That's that's a thought. Uh, let's bust through <laughs> a few more because we're running low on time here. Okay. Uh, another hobby that should be a red flag, which, hmm, I don't know, this might be us. If you want to be a social media influencer, they say avoid those types of people. Yeah. Now, we uh, kind of are in that category. We're we're doing a podcast, so we're in that influencer category, I guess. But we're not out harking or hawking, uh, you know, sneakers or... Listen, you know, we're not out here. We're not in... This is what I say, Steve. Yeah. We're not influencers because we are not trying to influence you to love our lifestyle. Listen mm-hmm. to our podcast. You know what I mean? Right. That's why everyone had... Yeah, this is a program, dude. We don't want you to be like, oh, man, I love the way they live their life. I kind of want people to do that. You do? (laughs) Well, you're an influencer then. Red flag number three. Yeah, I probably got three of them. So, yeah. Uh, Here's another one. This is kind of like the collecting beer cans. If you're into wine tasting, they say that should be a big old red flag. Hmm. That's an odd one. Why? I guess it depends, again, like how often. If you're wine tasting all the time versus just, I did a trip to Napa once and went on wine tasting. Well, it also depends, too. If, I mean, if you're spitting out into a you know spit bucket afterwards, that's one thing. But, I mean, if you're fully consuming the wine, right. then you might. The, the, I think that's, that's called alcoholism. But right. you know, I, I was going to say, one of the quotes on here is, I'm not having a glass of wine. I'm having six. It's called wine tasting. It's classy. <laughs> yeah, but that's not wine tasting. I mean, right. when Rachel and I go to Chelan, we always do a little wine tasting while we're there. I'm not going to completely appreciate your wine. I'm going to get drunk. Right. You know, <laughs> like I want to do some day drinking and let's go taste some wine and hang out. I think they're maybe referring to the wine tasting snobs out there. Yeah. They're just so into their wine and you don't appreciate it and you don't yeah. appreciate the, the dripping on the glass. You don't get the wine like I do. I'm getting notes of cottonwood and blueberry <laughs> on my <laughs> Please be a champion. There are beer folks that are like that too. Those beer snobs. Yes, 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 absolutely. Uh, okay. Are there the, weed snobs? Are there weed snobs? Yeah, yeah, there are, and that's uh, a product of lead uh, of weed becoming legal. If you ask me, because back in the okay. day, you didn't have an option on no. you know sativa indica, the hybrids, and all the floras and the faunas and the CBDs and the TRPs and. Uh, but yeah, now that weed is so readily accessible, there's definitely weed snobs out there. Okay. But also with a form of smoking, like, oh, I'm not going to vape. I only do flour. You don't roll your own joints. You buy pre-rolled. Yeah, there's all kinds of yes. crazy things. Yeah. And the right. uh, the last one on the list, and I'm just, uh, just going to read the quotes. I don't know that Please. I speak from personal experience or anything. A hobby that should be a red flag, horseback riding. 
Oh. oh. She will drain every last cent of your money buying stuff. A horse girl will never love you as much as she loves her horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's 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 crazy, dude. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've had anybody in my life like that. Um, and this is what I will say. If you are somebody who this is uh, horses are great. If you own a horse trailer. OK. And you've purchased ever purchased hay. All right. You have you're probably psychologically damaged to some degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're probably a narcissist. You probably don't have a heart that actually has like blood going through it. And you don't know how to treat people. I don't. Why do I have these opinions? Well, I know a few people who own horses. Right. Yeah. It's definitely an expensive hobby. And uh, (laughs) in my limited experience in that world, yeah, they love that horse more than they're going to love anything else, including you. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Before I had ever dabbled in that world, I thought like, hey, horseback riding, that seems like a cool hobby, but getting into it yeah they're flawed people yeah it you know and and there are people here who aren't so much into horseback riding but they actually play polo believe oh. it or not there are actual polo clubs here still and, yeah. and like I, fox I, hunting and all that crap on horses and stuff you know well they don't do fox hunting here but the polo i can speak to because i actually did pa for some polo matches uh back when i first got out of uh, college you were an announcer for for polo yeah, it's just PA stuff and that sort of thing. Like I used to do PA. Uh, well, uh, for- uh, hold on. What did it sound like? Uh, yeah, give, me, give, me a, give me a five or ten I, uh, second example. It, it was just, I, I don't remember. <laughs> Brewski? Was it beer <laughs> specials or like coming to the center ring now? It was Sir no. Ophelia. No, yeah, you would, you would, you would, have, you would, I, you would, like going to a Mariners game and Tom Hutler, you know, now batting number or so. Yeah, you would do the, they would try it out on the horses and you would give the, the lineup and nice. that Fantastic. sort of thing. Yeah. Listen, yeah. That's cool. I like that. Like a lot Bradley of Worthington, the third, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like a lot of hobbies, if you're the person that is on vacation and you want to rent a horse for the afternoon or something, yeah, you're fine. But if you own a horse, and like Nick said, if you bought hay, yeah, yeah, something's probably wrong with you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the the Jen used to tell she grew up in Gig Harbor, and she had a lot of uh, friends that were very wealthy folks, and um, there were she talked about those the horse girls. That was the first time I heard about it, yeah. and the the mane and tail hair, um, well, shampoo. shampoo. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah yeah it's all it's culture just, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and if you've well, ever turned your horse into a unicorn something's deeply wrong with you i'll just say yes. oh boy like that's a thing you can put a fake horn on your horse making it into a unicorn talk about living out childhood you know fantasies <laughs> yeah you so. may need a straight jacket so there you go these are red flags you can look for be it friends be it romantic relationships co-workers etc we're trying to help you weed out the crazies so you're welcome it's another vocal minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski program for you to enjoy at your leisure throughout the week as we uh, give you two each and every week. See our webpage, thevocalminority.net, and communicate with the show there. Also find our socials, right, Steve? Yes, indeed. We're on the Tic Tac as long as it's still a thing. We're on uh, YouTube, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and uh, a lot of fun going on on Facebook. So find us on all that stuff and uh, uh, comment, like, share, etc. Say goodbye, Brewski. Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one.